My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. This edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. I'm Jack. Gentlemen, what's got you geeked? Well, what has me geeked this week? Uh, are you aware that Burger King now sells bubble gum? Really? I'm but, not kidding. Bubble yum in orbit. They sell it right at the drive-thru. Actually, I'm kidding. But they really do uh, sell it. I was grabbing something on the way over. And they have a big sign that they're selling bubble gum now for 79 cents a pack. So does that mean next month we're going to get, like, McGum? Like, probably, yeah. Interesting. Gum. Yeah, gum with a G. I'm not sure what kind of flavor that would be. Um, uh, bacon, flavor. fat, and sorrow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, what um, has me geeked this week is uh, tonight is the uh, season finale of uh, Star's uh, brand new show, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, I know nobody here has probably watched this. I think we've, we've discussed it before. I want to. Um, well, just so far, nine episodes in, it's been faithful, fantastic, everything you could possibly want to show about the Evil Dead to be. And uh, Bruce Campbell, just why nobody has put this man in a major motion picture. I mean, I, I'm glad that he had burn notice, which gave him some credibility. But damn, just after all these years, he's just so entertaining. Uh it's just sad that, that something big hasn't happened for him yet because I think he deserves it. Well, he, I mean, not, nothing big, but I mean, he was in the, the original three Spider-Man. He had a yeah. big part because of, because of San, yeah. San Raimi because he was San Raimi did. If I'm not mistaken, he did the first Evil Dead that he was part of. Yeah, well, Sam Raimi did all three Evil Dead. Right. Who was um, he in the Spider-Man movies? Uh, uh, he played first, different characters. Yeah, he was a different character. First one, he was like the, the ticket. The there was a, he was a <gasps> attendant for the for the wrestling matches, wasn't it? Is he the one that yeah, like, killed Ben? No. No, 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 no. He was just he had tiny bit parts. parts. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like oh, he, oh, that's Bruce Campbell. And yeah, yeah, part two, he was the maitre d' at the what, restaurant. Yes. Yeah, or no, part three. Part three, part two, he was the uh, the ticket taker at uh, Kristen uh, Dunst's play there. Yeah, the theater. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't oh, let that, Peter in. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't let him in because it had already started. He's like tie your shoes. He also recently did the voice of the main bad guy in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Which I just noticed from, it was on the TV, I think when I got home from our last recording, the kids were watching it, and I just heard the voice, I'm like, that's, that's Bruce Campbell, and I had to look it up. <laughs> um, but anyway, the show is, is fantastic, and I, the fact that it's renewed for a second season, that it's doing that well, that has me just geeked all around, period. Uh, we're going to get another ten episodes of Bruce Campbell playing Ash. That's awesome. That is awesome. And that's it. That's all I got. Well, for me, it's, it's the new year. And and everybody's like, oh, yeah, fuck New Year. <laughs> for me, for me, the actually, New Year. Nobody said fuck New Year. Where are you getting this stuff from? That's what I said. I saw it on Facebook this morning from someone actually. But, 
But for me, uh, New Year means it's six weeks till pitchers and catchers report. For there baseball. you go. Yeah. And every, as everybody knows, that's the sport I and, and enjoy the most is baseball. So I'm geeked that in six weeks, baseball is back. So that's all I got. No, um, what's got me geeked? Um, we were invited to a special uh, con called Chase Con. It'll be in Saratoga on the dates of April 23rd and 24th. We will have more information for you on our website very soon, but getting invited to partake in one of these events is very special for all of us. I think it'll be a great honor to do this. When he says event, he means comic convention. But it's an event. He's not wrong. It is an event. Yes. So. Yeah. But it is He's so excited that he was kind of obtusely describing it. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, so we should let them know it's a comic book convention and not, you know, like a leather BDSM convention <laughs> or something. Which we will gladly appear at as well. I mean, um, but, I'm kind oh, of yeah. attention <laughs> more. I'll, I'll show up at any of these But being in Saratoga, New York, though, been there a couple times, it's very awesome in Saratoga. Right? Is it Saratoga or is it Saratoga Springs? Are they different things? They're or the, the same, same thing? thing. They're the same. I, I don't, I don't know. Thing. Have you guys been to Saratoga? I, I have. I yeah. actually went to... Um, when I was in uh, high school, my, my first couple years of high school, actually last few middle school, first few of high school, there was a uh, program that Johns Hopkins puts on called CTY. Mm -hmm. It's called the Center for Talented Youth, and they would take like the top percentile kids across the country and say, hey, do you want to go to a, a local college? Well, you can if you have the money, you can go to whichever ones they have, but go to college and you do an entire semester of, um, of college work in three weeks. You can oh, wow. go to really cool. college credits. Uh, and you can only go until a certain age, and I went the four years that I was able to, and because my family was poor, and because my test were, scores were high enough, I got the, uh, I remember this right, the Jerome Groot Holland Scholarship all four years, which paid for the entire thing. Oh, yeah, so, that was good. so uh, well, yeah, that was we years. <clears throat> well, yeah. yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> But it was, uh, so I went all four years, I went to Skidmore College in uh, Saratoga Springs, uh, and just amazing, amazing experience. That's how I discovered Pearl Jam. Awesome. And, uh, you know, Don McLean's American Pie and, and all <laughs> sorts of stuff, you know, that I never would have uh, discovered if I hadn't. Well, Paul's got a quizzical look on his face. He does. Do you have to poop? No, not yet. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but something just really struck me as odd with Jack. Just here. Uh, I know, just, now? just now? I know that's saying something, what? but it's going to make sense. Yes. Now, we can't say things like Philip K. Dick without that happening. <laughs> but you say Skidmore College, not once but twice. And it doesn't even elicit a snicker out of him? I'm, I'm, I'm it shocked. Probably will now well, he, he told me that he went through school and he was poor. I didn't want to kid more, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's off. That's, okay. that's, because I actually had to hold back a, a giggle from when I was more. trying to listen to a heartwarming story, so... And here I thought you were giggling about American Pie. <laughs> I gave you way too much. All American Pie. That's a fantastic song. I'm a big fan of both the actual food and what it references in the other way. So The no. food, American Pie? Well, Hi, I'd like an American pie. <laughs> That's uh, what I always say. What do they, apple what do they give pie. you? That look, typically. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering if they give you something. A little hostess apple pie. <laughs> right. Yeah, just get out. Just, uh, go. Just, we'll just, get American pie on tape in the car when we drive. Warm apple pie. Right, when, when, after they give you the pie, do you say bye-bye? Miss American pie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you, are we going to drive a Chevy? A little heavy? <laughs> Do we have time to do this whole song? <laughs> well, we are just good old boys drinking whiskey and rye. <laughs> no, because if we're drinking whiskey, goodbye. things are going to get broken. <laughs> okay. Is this the day you're going to die? I'm sorry <laughs> I started this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have whiskey, I'll pull us back in. I received a Christmas gift. Uh, my secret Santa at work uh, got me a book. 
uh, which you, you had to go to on Elfster. I don't know if you know what Elfster is, but it's like an online list of stuff you'd like that your Secret Santa can look at. Anyway, I uh, got a book on uh, the history of American distilling and moonshine and how to do it. So in this year, I may be uh, making an attempt at making my own whiskey. Oh, those are you make your own moonshine and become yeah. a moonshiner? Well, it's because of the beard, isn't it? I also don't watch Duck Dynasty, okay? I'm just, I'm just saying, if you want moonshine, I've got some in my house. You can be like Uncle well, Jesse. No, it's more along the ideas of I want to take a stab at it. And uh, First of all, the history in America is ridiculous. I, I had no idea uh, just how much history there is. I mean, uh, distilling is certainly a, a very entrenched in American culture all the way back to George Washington. Uh, but I also thought it'd make great Christmas gifts. I mean, y you know, what if I, I made myself a, a fantastic cherry whiskey, bottled it up, left it in the cellar for two years, and then presented it to you uh, for Christmas two years from now? How That'd awesome be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking to make, you know, start selling stuff. I just thought it would be neat to make it and, you know, give it away and, you know, keep a bottle of the first batch or each batch for posterity's sake. There you go. Put a, yeah. put a geek pod label on it. Have there a geek pod of whiskey. We could sell it at conventions. We probably couldn't. <laughs> Not at ChaseCon. That's too soon. No. <laughs> it wouldn't be good whiskey anyway. People get business cards. We give whiskey bottles. Right. <laughs> oh, that, that would probably do the trick right there. <laughs> a little kid comes up. Oh, what's yeah. this? Here, take a whiskey. That would not be. Remember that scene in Clerks? The four-year-old in the yes. cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to. We are those guys. But uh, just being invited to something special like this, I think it would be great for them and us as well. Wow. You just came off super egotistical <laughs> on that one. All right. You know, that, that's a huge coup for them. You know, they got us. But, uh, yeah, true. That's all in jest, at least on our part. I'm not quite sure what goes on in this kid's head. Who, my head? Yeah, you. Uh, no, the other kid that was just talking. Kid, kid. Yeah, look around the table. You're the kid here. Yeah, I'm the kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. All right, Paul, finish this up. Um, I'm just super geeked about the announcement that just came out, that Daredevil Season 2 is coming. And sooner than we expected. It's coming in March, right? I don't have an exact date. I know it's March something. That's what I've been told this morning, just before we started. March, before. yeah. March. And don't they have Shane from The Walking Dead? He's going to be in it, the season two? Yeah, but he's not Shane from The Walking Dead. In he's going to be the Punisher. Yes. Yeah. He is Frank Castle. Okay. Believe it or not, that man actually has a name. John Bruchel. I probably no, butchered no, his no, name. No, no, Sorry. No. You're, you're thinking of Jay Bruchel. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It was what, the how do you say it? He, he was looking Bernthal? at Bernthal? Yeah, Bernthal. Yeah, oh. Bernthal. Yeah, you were way off. I was looking at Bernthal. You can mind two people right there. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening to this podcast, which I hope he is, then that may be what he does in his basement in his free time. Watch, well. he's, he <laughs> he's knocking on our door, like, you butchered my name. I'm like, sorry. I would probably let him butcher you. I was going to say, if he comes in here and says, you butchered my name, he's probably going to butcher you. <laughs> and we're also getting Electra in it. I've yeah, heard that. I which I haven't, I, I don't know the actress that's playing her. I don't know if I should be excited or not. Um,. You know, it's just a, and part of that is just due to the fact that uh, I try to stay away from spoilers on these types of things, especially because with these TV shows, you know, it, it's tough considering they all come out on one day, all the episodes are out, it's hard to avoid spoilers, so I, I'm reticent to click on any uh, uh, links when I see this kind of stuff because I don't want to get spoiled, uh, but, you know, Electra was, I mean, she was played by a, a pretty big actress in the movies, I mean, oh. Jennifer Jennifer Garner is known, regardless of what you yes. think of her now, I mean, now she's the... Uh, Capital One Lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, 
but she was a pretty big actress at the time, and uh, I just I, I was surprised that somebody we know was picked for Punisher, but not Elektra. I expected it to be somebody I'd seen before. All I know is that she was in G.I. Joe 2. She she played one of the ninjas. Yeah, she played uh, Snake Eyes. The Kamakura or Jinx yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Jinx. That's what it was. Oh, uh, I don't even have any idea. That's okay. Don't watch the movie if you haven't seen it. It's awful. Have with Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck was not in G.I. Joe. Oh, I think we were talking about Daredevil. What are you talking oh, about? Neither of those movies were bad. <laughs> they weren't as good as we would have liked them to be. No. I didn't mind the original. That was kind of cool. The second one was a super, super train wreck. Yeah, well, I, you know, I disagree. Because, you know, the second one had The Rock in it, and he just elevates everything he's in. Okay. I haven't seen either of them. I'll, I'll give you the rock effect that I will give you. And, but and you can, they're, they're talking about a third one. Oh, they are. They, I'm no, not they're surprised talking, that they would. No, they're they're talking about a. They're building a universe with Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah. I think you're going to eventually see Transformers and GI Joe together in the same movie. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of like you know the cartoon oh, sort of went there. So. <laughs> Dude, like, you know, it's like I'm here with Andrew. First him, and now you. <laughs> You've come to expect this by now. <laughs> no, actually, because well, he, yeah, he wasn't funny. here. <laughs> so, Paul. so that yes, Daredevil season two. I'm extremely excited for. Not as excited for when we finally get the announcement that Netflix is going to make a Moon Knight Marvel show, but there's rumblings on that. But that's I need that to happen, and I need that to happen in the same year they announce a Nova movie, and then my life is complete. That's all. That's all I'll take. To complete my life? Yeah. No. no. But as far for as for our audience, yes. Let's put <laughs> All right. Well, before we get things rolling this week, um, we're going to revisit a segment that, thankfully, we don't have to do a whole lot, but the in memoriam. Uh, we lost somebody this past week uh, on Christmas Day. And uh, as sad as it is, we have to say goodbye to Boba Fett. What? 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 Mm -hmm. what? Boba Fett. Yeah, Fucking Jeremy Bullock died? No, oh my God! Jason no. Wingreen, the man who who voiced Boba Fett, not the man who was actually in the suit. Oh, oh, okay. He, he wasn't <laughs> really. Yeah. Calm down, Paul. Holy callous! <laughs> uh, he actually wasn't credited uh, as playing the part. Nobody knew for a very long time. It wasn't until 2000 it was revealed that he was the voice of Boba Fett. Um, Jason Wingreen had done a lot of things. He had uh, played a, a bartender in All in the Family. He was uh, a police captain on The Untouchables. He was on Twilight Zone, Star Trek. Uh, he did a lot of you know a lot of things. He was very over 200 uh, films and uh, TV shows to his credit on IMDb. Uh, it was very sad. He passed away on Christmas Day uh, in Hollywood. Uh, he was uh, knocked into a sarlacc pit by Harrison Ford, who had been blinded accidentally. Uh, when asked about the situation by reporters, Harrison Ford said, "Ford said I did that. I wish I could have seen it." <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! And that is in memoriam. Oh, he will be missed. Right. <laughs> I just feel like I had to try and bring it around somehow, to, <laughs> even though I had no idea who the guy was. But, so Boba Fett, nonetheless, a portion of Boba Fett has passed away. What? The voice. A portion, <laughs> yes. Not Porkins. No, I just to say a portion of somebody is dead. Well, when they're a fictitious <laughs> character. I mean, the same thing with the Darth Vader. How many people did it take to make him? Oh, yeah. did you see that thing on Facebook? Oh, oh my God. God. Which one? Uh, it had... Obi-Wan, old Obi-Wan, Alec Guinness and Darth Vader next to each other. <laughs> Obi-Wan goes, hey Vader, nice suit. Vader says nothing. How much did it cost you? Vader says nothing. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, 
He's got they write the they put sunglasses on him like the guy from um, what is it Miami uh, CSI Miami he goes what did it cost you an arm and a leg <laughs> and then sunglasses goes yeah you guys know that meme I saw it it was on our page you you reposted oh, oh yeah I did repost yes. it on our page you never okay CSI Miami I've starts, seen CSI okay, Miami you know David Caruso yeah. always starts it he says a one liner yeah and has the puts the sunglasses on and then the music starts yeah yeah, yeah that's a, a an awesome. <laughs> meme. <laughs> See, I didn't get the CSI thing out of it. I just thought it was funny to begin with. It, it so, was right. funny, but yeah, it was the CSI okay. thing. That's, that makes it better now. Even mm-hmm. if you've never seen CSI, you should understand the meme. I do now. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. Very, very good stuff. Very, very. I don't know why I'm staring at I don't know why you're staring at creep him out a little bit. You creep everybody out. All right, fine. There, better. I'll so, I wanted to ask you guys, because Corbs may not have had a chance to see this since, uh, I don't know, he's not always on the Facebook, but... On Christmas Eve, I gave everybody a gift. Did you see this? <laughs> no. You did not. S- you, you know I thought, <laughs> and I also brought it brought it to the Watkins' attention, just so you know. Oh, did you? Yes. What did he say? He hadn't seen it yet, but he he was he was tickled by the ending. I I explained part of the ending to him. Are you are you going to do us a favor and and read it? Or I no? am going to do us a favor. I was wondering this- if Jeff would be you know, <clears throat> would find it funny or not. Jack, what did you think? Uh, no, you t- you explain it. There's no explaining. He wants to know if you liked it or not. Oh, of course I liked it. All right. So, Corbs, uh, I, while I was on my uh, way back from my mother-in-law's house Christmas Eve, it struck me that I could give uh, all of you and all of our, our listeners and all of our Facebook fans a little gift. So, on my phone, as we were driving home looking at... Uh, we always take a drive on uh, Christmas Eve. Look, at there's one area my wife likes the lights, so I miss okay. most of the lights because... I was writing this. <laughs> were you driving at the same time? No, I wasn't. <coughs> I was about to say, if you were driving, you were yeah, just driving. Just driving that big one, I'm going to put that on, out there. You might get arrested at some point. No, no, I was, I was not driving. Good. No, no, let's let's give Hugh the floor for this. <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas, went all through the pod. Corbs was just snoring, which wasn't that odd. And Jack was hung up on something off topic, while Paul shook his head as he failed to stop it. Hugh made bad jokes while delivering the news, not knowing it's his fault that Corbs took a snooze. And Paul in his t-shirt without any sleeves let off so much dander that Lana soon sneezed. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, just Jack reenacting the attitude era. Away to the cereal, Jack flew like a flash, then remembered Paul threatened to kick his small ass. Hugh talked about e-cigs and nobody cared. Then Lana said something quite dull about a hair. When what did my wondering eyes did appear? Andrew dressed up like Hillbilly Jim. With a laugh and a snort like an addict that's sick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Hick. More rapid than eagles, deliverance jokes came. He insulted us all and called us by name. Hugh, you think Geekpod makes you quite neat. You'll be Hardwick's bitch if you get to that league. Paul's the most normal of this crew, quite moronic. He'd get laid a lot more if he stopped reading comics. Jack, you love playing with trinkets and toys. Bet you've shown your Dick Grayson to all of the boys. (laughs) Corbs, you're the sports guy in a room full of nerds, so you catch up on sleep, or so I have heard. And finally, Lana, the next generation, making everyone dizzy is your aspiration. The Geek Pod crew frowned, their sadness did swell, mad that St. Hick could know them so well. When suddenly out of the blue was a shout, the walk-in showed up and knocked Andrew out. Then he mounted a bantha and turned to leave, dropping presents of variants like so many leaves. And I heard him exclaim with a monstrous roar, don't bring this nerf herder back to my store. <laughs> I didn't realize I used leave and leaves in that. I was writing this 
in between when we got home we're trying to put the baby to bed my wife's like get off your phone that's <laughs> oh, great yeah that's freaking awesome <laughs> i had quite the chuckle with that mm. one all i got was a text message that says i got you a gift go check our page go check our facebook and that's all i got so i was curious and yeah that, that was fantastic yeah, i like that a lot it was very good yeah and it's even more impressive to know you wrote it in a car on yeah. your phone that well, that's not true. You said you didn't write it all in the car. Well, well yeah, I think I got three Pay attention. I, I think I got to the halfway through the uh, the insults. No, wait, because I had the Dick Grayson insult written in the car. Yeah, I figured you did. I thought that was pretty clever was because you got a Nightwing figure the no. way before. So it was awesome. <laughs> so you can take that one any way you want. Um, but uh, then I was trying to clean it up. I was trying to do the, the part with the walkings because I, I, I knew what I wanted the last line to be. But I wasn't quite sure how to get there, and yeah, we were putting the baby to bed, and my wife was yelling at me because <laughs> I was writing a stupid, stupid Christmas poem for my, my geek friends. Wow, well, when I say it out loud, it sounds way worse. Sad and pathetic. Yeah, sad yeah. and pathetic. That's all right. I appreciate it. I thought that was great, and I'm thinking oh, uh, the Legion probably enjoyed it too. Now we'll just have to wait and see if it's a regular thing. Uh oh, <laughs> that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. I yeah. Know. All right. So uh, we go. Eyes keep looking at me. So we're going right into the news. I need a, a workout here this morning. All right. Well, we'll see how this works. I threw this stuff together at the last minute. Um, like I actually, I always throw it together at the last minute. I always say to myself as I'm going to bed, "Man, this is going to be the week I don't get pull shit together." And then as I'm shitting, I pull shit together in the morning. Bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So first, uh, this week on the news, uh, and I'm only using this because I finally saw it uh, for the first time yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen the Lego movie. No. no. Yes. Okay. I have an eight-year-old that loves it. Okay. That's all I know from it. Wow, wow. Well, what do you know? That's what's written down here. Everything is awesome. Oh. James Gunn raved about Civil War this week. Uh, now, James Gunn is you know, somebody that Marvel employs uh, to make their movies and stuff, but he's also the kind of uh, director who generally, if he doesn't have anything positive to say, he keeps his mouth shut. I mean, he's not... He has too much integrity, or at least it's perceived he has too much integrity to come out and say, say a line that was given to him by a corporation. He'd probably just say, no, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, this is what he had to say about Civil War this week. This is a very, quote, heavy news, because that's just the kind of week it was. I saw Civil War, and I think it's incredible. It's one of the best movies Marvel has ever made, and I can't believe what a wonderful job the Russo brothers did. And the cast, oh my God, they're so good. It's an amazing film, and people are really going to be excited. Uh, he also had this to say about Tom Holland's uh, casting as Spider-Man. I'm trying to think of what is cool to say or not, but I will say this one thing. Tom Holland is off the charts. Off the charts. Direct quote. Awesome. Off the charts. Truly. Hand to my heart. He's amazing. Wow. wow. Way to raise the bar there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, this is the guy that uh, wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy uh, saying this about Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, not that I wasn't excited about it, but that, that's got to amp you up just a little bit. What are your yeah, thoughts, Paul? Yeah, that's... That's uh, some um, pretty big web shooters okay. to fill now. He, he said off the charts three times. Mm. Once, yep. then with full stops after each word, and then a third time. Even if he was being told to say this, if he didn't think it, he wouldn't have to go that crazy. So I, I have to right. think that maybe this really blew him away. And it also makes me wonder how much of a presence this kid's going to have in this movie then, if he can well, leave that much of an impression. Well, we've right. we've kind of been led to believe, and I think I've talked about it before, that he has a bigger part than, more than just a bit part. I mean, this is really his introduction into the Marvel Universe, and uh, they've talked to you, there may be multiple costumes involved. 
Uh, by the time we get to his movie, he's going to be all settled in Arty Spider-Man. We're not doing an origin movie. And I don't think they're going to do the origin in Civil War. They don't need to. Yeah, but yeah. I think that uh, they, they're probably going to... I mean, he had a substantial part in the original Civil War. Yes. So, I mean, But, you know, they can't really do that part because that kind of ruins the next movie. So Right. No, they're going to definitely leave that out. Mm. From what I... They're making it sound, from what, what I'm gathering anyway, is this is Marvel's Civil War in spirit only. It's not going to be a direct adaption in any way of the comics. So if that's what you're thinking, don't go see the movie because that's not what you're going to see. Yeah. Um, I think <clears throat> that probably, this is just my own personal thoughts on it, probably what we're going to see is we know there's going to be two sides, um, Superhero Registration Act and Anti-Superhero Registration Act. I think you're still going to see uh, play out the whole Spidey kind of gets betrayed by uh, Tony Stark and Captain America picks, picks up the pieces. I think that that part's probably still going to be there. Yeah. Um, the only thing that makes me sad is we're probably not going to get that one scene with Punisher. You know what I'm talking about. I'm After Spidey escapes, all beaten up, Punisher shows up, Captain America's headquarters, somebody get a medic holding Spider-Man. Oh. He's all beat up. No? Wow. It's, it's been a while. I should have just drawn you the picture. It would have taken Apparently, time. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, on to the next bit of news. He wants to film with Uma Thurman again. It's been 10 years since uh, Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill. And uh, this week he came out and he started talking about he's actually thinking about making a volume three. <laughs> I've been very noncommittal about it. I'm not committing to it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the bride made one more appearance before the whole thing is said and done. I am talking to Uma about it just a little bit. Some of the stuff that I'd written never made it into the movie and maybe I could use it. I'm thinking now, 13 years later, what will be going on with Sophie Patel? Uh, what will be going on with Al Driver? The thing that does attract me to the idea, and I wasn't that attracted to it before, I felt, ah, wow, okay, he talks weird too. Because I felt I said what I had to say. I kind of liked how the idea of Beatrice Kiddo living out the rest of her life in peace to some degree. I think Kill Bill is my most visionary movie. I don't know about that. But he went on to say, not necessarily how good it is, but I think it's a very vision-oriented movie, and I create this world that doesn't exist. On planes, there's holders for your samurai sword. Since Kill Bill, my work has veered more towards the literary, and perhaps less on the visual to one degree or another. I think maybe a good helping of Viscera would be a nice thing to happen, at least at some point in my future. That's something that you don't say every day. No. <laughs> no. Well, Jack might, as he's in his basement putting two people together. But, um, <laughs> True. But, yeah, I mean, it just now does this does this make a blip on our radar? I mean, Kill Bill and Quentin Tarantino's movies kind of um, fit into geek stuff sideways, sort of. Oh, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. uh, I just I, I kind of felt like I walked away from Kill Bill. It, they were they were fun movies to watch, but I couldn't tell you a damn thing that happened except maybe there was a fight in a trailer, and I think Daryl Hannah lost an eye. Was that Daryl Hannah? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she lost her second eye. Did you only have two? I have three. He keeps the other one in that basement. Yeah, see? I thought I was talking about his brown eye, but... Oh! <laughs> oh, you... Oh! That's just... Oh. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk, the one that always talks shit, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On to the next bit of the news. Uh, I'm reticent to be flippant here because it involves a friend of the show, um, but No More Bad Jokes was not my new New Year's resolution. So, CBS drops the Axanar. Nothing. Man, no. who am I writing these jokes for? <laughs> um, on Christmas morning, CBS announced that it had uh, filed a lawsuit against Axanar Productions. Now, what Axanar Productions is, for those who don't know, which would be everybody here, 
Uh, Action Art is a uh, an independent uh, film being made by Action Art Productions, which is an independent film company. Basically, what it is is uh, a year ago, uh, these people put together a uh, trailer called Prelude to Action Art, which is really like 21, 22 minutes, and it was a story set in the Star Trek universe back before all the movies, back before the original series. Actually had some big actors. Uh, Walter Koenig was in it. He played Chekhov in the, movie, the original movies. J.G. Uh, Hertzler, who was uh, sat at a table with us before. And it's going to be telling a, uh, a story of a great battle that happened uh, prior to uh, the original Star Trek's history uh, involved the Klingons and all that. Now, being that this is a fan production and CBS has traditionally allowed those for years, um, they were not intending to make any money off this. You know, it, it was. It, there's several different um, Star Trek fan productions out there. There's two different ones. They're actually literally making episodes of the original series, like new stories. Like they built standing original Enterprise sets that look like it's just right out of the '60s, and they use the same. I'm assuming film stock because if you watch these things, it, it looks like an old episode of Star Trek, except you know Captain Kirk looks different, Spock looks different. They have different actors, but it's all new material because none of those things make money. Paramount leaves them alone. Uh, last year, there was uh, something called Star Trek Renegades that came out that actually starred a few of uh, Star Trek actors playing the exact same people as they did hmm. in the TV series. Like, uh, Tim Russ played uh, Lieutenant Tubok from Voyager, though he's, you know, a Vulcan's live a long time. I believe this was prior to all of that. But it was the same character. Paramount left him alone. Uh, even... Uh, George Takei has uh, appeared on one of those original episodes. I think it was uh, Star Trek New Voyages. They had an episode where there's a transporter accident. Sulu gets beamed up from the planet, but he gets split. So young Sulu is on, on the ship, but on the planet, old Sulu lives out his life, and then they find him, they beam him back up. And there you have George Takei playing a Sulu of 50 years later, opposite his young counterpart. Really cool episode. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But, I mean, clearly... Paramount has left these things alone. Now, people are asking, what's the difference here? Especially considering Axnar has been in touch. They've been talking with CBS about this for the past year. And apparently had permission or it, it been, hey, we just want to make sure we're not doing anything wrong. And they had said, said, as long as you're not making any money off it, it's fine. Now, on Christmas, or this happened on Christmas Day. Now, uh, right after that, the Axnar people came out and they made a statement. This morning I was greeted with news that our production company called Axonar Productions and I personally am being sued by CBS Studios and Paramount Pictures for copyright infringement of Star Trek. First of all, I was disappointed to learn about this through an article in an industry trade. They hadn't even served him with papers. Industry trade. For several years I've worked with a number of people at CBS on Star Trek related projects and would have hoped for more personal relationships or those personal relationships would have warranted a phone call in advance of the, of the filing of the legal complaint. Nevertheless, I know I speak for everyone at Axonar Productions when I say it's our hope that this can be worked out in a fair and amicable matter. Manner, I'm sorry. So, I find it interesting that over the Christmas break, when nobody was there, no one was there to contest it, uh, they filed this lawsuit without saying anything. Now, there is another side to the story, potentially, okay? Uh, interestingly enough, fandom is split. Usually in something like this, fandom it would be with... Uh, the Axonar people, and they'd be like, CBS is evil, but some people are saying some different things. First of all, yeah, this is a not-for-profit production. They went and they raised a million dollars on Kickstarter to make this. Okay, a million. People like you and me donated money to make this happen. Um, now, they've used some of that money to build a studio called Axonar Productions, which after the they make Axonar, which will be released for free, they can't sell merchandise, t-shirts, DVDs, anything. 
they are then going to use to produce other films, which will be for profit. So people are wondering if that's what's sticking in uh, CBS's craw. But that's money that people gave to them. I, I kind of, I mean, hey, if I give you money and you go build something, how can another entity, regardless, have, how, how can, I mean, I can see where they might be angry about that, using their property as a uh, launch pad, launch pad for that, but is that, do they have legal ground there? Because it's not their money. Right. The money was given to them by someone, I mean, we could have just given the money and they could have built, built the studio anyway. Regardless, there's also some people saying maybe it was some low-level person at CBS that gave them permission. Maybe some executive who didn't know anything about this saw a paper on a desk and you know thought this is how he's going to get his promotion and decided to throw that out there over Christmas when nobody's actually at work. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, I personally feel bad for our friend J.G. Herzler because I know he was looking forward to making uh, the full film Star Trek Axnar. Uh, I do hope that they figure this out and find a way to have it move forward. Uh, just because, I mean, that's a lot of money. A million dollars have been donated. Yeah. Um, somehow, I don't think that they can give that money back at this point if they build the studio. Right. Yeah. You know, the money's not there. They're paying people, you know, to work and stuff and run the studio. So, uh, it would just be kind of sad if a Kickstarter. It, it's one thing if a someone who's doing a Kickstarter project screws people over. It's another thing if they had every intention of releasing what they intended and somebody else screws everyone over. Right. So we will see how this all land. Uh, lands. Um, next up, dude, that's my Autobot. Car auctioneer Barrett Jackson is auctioning off an, a working 1992 Peterbilt Optimus Prime truck and a 1967 Camaro Bumblebee uh, based on the Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, I've seen pictures of these online. I don't know if you guys have looked at it. I mean, not that I want to drive a Peterbilt truck uh, because I think <laughs> just getting into that. Yeah, come on, Peter. I said Peterbilt, Jack. Mm, Peterbilt. That's so good. No, no. <laughs> keep saying it. Maybe I'll laugh. You just keep saying Peterbilt. <laughs> um, but I thought that was pretty cool. I, I don't know, though. I mean, it's. Are you going to buy a, a, a giant semi that no, looks no. like Optimus Prime to drive? Not, I know you are, but are you going to drive it around? I mean, you can, I guess you can go to comic book conventions and maybe people come see in the parking lot. Uh, it just, I mean, it's a neat idea. I can't imagine that a whole lot of people, uh, a lot of people would love to own that, but they wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, there's no reason to own yeah. it, really. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Camaro. I don't know. That's pretty cool. And finally, Frozen and Avengers have to let it go. Star Trek The Force Awakens is now Disney's highest grossing movie of all time. Time out. Time, yeah, you just know. You mean Star Wars, The yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah, said Star Trek. Oh, Jesus, sorry, because of all the Star Trek <laughs> stuff right. I just said. All right, all right. Anyway. Yeah, the worst thing is, I just, I, I, I abbreviated it. I put STFA. That's what got me, because I didn't write it out. <laughs> Star Wars, The Force Awakens is now Disney's highest grossing movie of all time. Thank you, Paul and Jack. By the end of New Year's Day, it will have passed both Jurassic World and Titanic to become the second biggest domestic movie of all time. The Force Awakens oh. is currently about 100 million shy of passing Avatar to become the highest grossing. Now, uh, overseas, uh, it's also doing very well. Uh, I believe it's past Jurassic World now, though it did not. It did not was not able to pass Jurassic World for biggest movie of 2015 internationally, just because the year ended, mm, just shy gotcha. of the number <laughs> that it that Jurassic World made in six months. Right. Okay. Yeah. Six months. <laughs> um, still on track. Uh, Hopefully, I mean, I hope it's going to overtake uh, Avatar and become the number one movie of all time. Um, I, I do th know that even though it's had a lot of staying power, these things tend to grind to a halt after a while. And we're in, what, week three now? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, China I is a big deal, but Star Wars isn't a big deal in China, or at least I don't believe it is. We're told it's not, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but, hey, number two is not bad either. So, 
you know, yeah. this movie is just mind blowing on on all levels. Uh, lastly, there's no little joke for this, but I did want to let everybody know, just in case uh, you wonder where they are next week, or you want to get a head start on your comic books for next week. Uh, we had an uh, not unprecedented, but very unusual comic book Friday yesterday. Uh, in a, an accident with the uh, the Diamond Shipping Shipping Company, a bunch of Marvel titles were actually shipped to retailers a week early. Uh, they were supposed to be there on January 7th, but they were uh, shipped on when, basically at stores on Wednesday. So Marvel decided, hey, what the heck, let's have a comic book Friday. So it's just a handful of issues, uh, and, uh, a Star Wars Obi-Wan issue, Amazing Spider-Man number 6, and a few others. But they are available now, so if you were looking forward to them next Wednesday, stop at your local comic shop. You know, because this cool. will go out on well, this will go out on a Tuesday, so, so yeah, they'll be able to get them a day the early. Yeah. yeah, and they'll say, yeah. "Thanks you." Yeah. <laughs> and that's the news. I guess you can blame me on editing, because I mean, if I wasn't so lazy, yeah, I could yeah. just. Why, why right can't you me. put this stuff out before we record it? Paul? That's right. <laughs> Boom. You should know. This episode should be out last Thursday. Yes. <clears throat> to let everybody know about the upcoming Comic Book Friday. Go quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's their fault they didn't listen to it then, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't screw with the dates when I post it, so make it look like it's been there. Yeah. That might come back to haunt us someday, though. Oh, I care. Oh, man, we could scoop stuff. <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> now, we could go back in time and actually get the recordings out there. <clears throat> so, now, I asked uh, everyone to do one thing here, now that we're into the new year, even though what I was... You know, brainstorming this, I was like, oh, this is going to make for a great year-end wrap-up. Yeah, we didn't record before the end of the year. So, this is, I guess, our look-back episode into what was Geek Pods 2015. Mm-hmm. I asked everybody to uh, come with their favorite moment of 2015 through the eyes of Geek Pod. Like, something that, like, show-wise, what is your favorite moment of the year? Jack? Um... There's lots of moments to pick from. Almost pooing my pants, getting my phone stolen. <laughs> um, okay, that's true. You had a lot of good geek pod I, I had really, really good moments. <clears throat> because these are uh, these are all ones that have been referenced on the show, oh, yeah. so you can these do work. But um, favorite moment, I wish uh, Corbs and Hugh were involved with this one. But when Paul and I got to meet Kevin Smith, was one of my favorite moments. Um, we brought our CD to him, then he had um, he let us come on stage and ask questions. Time out. What? We were not on stage. We were, we were next to the next stage. Next to the stage, whatever. But it was um, my big, CD. Big, it was in my hand. Big it. difference. But five people because got to ask questions, and we were two of the five and questions. And Geekpod was two out of the five, yeah. <laughs> and um, just, I'll never forget the saying. I'm like, hi, Kevin. My name is Jack. He's like, thank you, Jack, for coming up. Thank you for not pulling a gun. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, the best point. Just um, going out to Buffalo, um, seeing Kevin Smith, listening to his comedy show. Next time, I wish we all could be there, but it was just a great moment. Well, technically, Hugh was involved because I was basically live live texting him when these things pa- were happening. You could see me pull my pants almost. That I didn't live text him with. No, he did not. <laughs> um, now, do you think Kevin says that at every show? Or like was that's it just of because lines. of how you looked. He felt the need to thank you. Pulling a gun. <laughs> the fact that Jack had his hand like jammed in a pocket, like he was ready to pull a I gun. Did. No, no. Uh, but damn, you could smell the weed off him when you were asking that question. It reeked, but it was awesome. It was a fun time, though, seeing people like that. And uh, hopefully 2016 we can get more invited to more events. What do you mean, people like that? What Kevin is that Smith supposed is a to god. Be? No. <laughs> yes. I love Kevin Smith. I mean, he is a direct influence on this show. Right. From my point of view, at least. But I wouldn't say he's a god. There is no god. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's a name of Father, Son, Kevin Smith, and the Spirit. Now, you do realize <laughs> when you just uttered that line... Sal Otero just stood up and applauded, right? Yeah, okay. oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that's for you, Sal. Hey, Sal, how oh, are hey, you? Sal. 
Oh, yeah. interesting conversation with him last night that I have to throw something at you later. Okay. You directly. He specifically told me to talk to you about. Okay. He just doesn't like you two. No, no I'm just kidding. Nobody likes me. <laughs> no, I do have his picture of me and Sal was also. We had a lot of great moments, but uh, the Kevin Smith thing stands out. Nice. Nice pick. Yeah. Corbs. Now, before you get into it. Okay, you figured you're getting around to. What? You always do. Before we get into it. <laughs> you're like, Corbs, what's your want. I just want to. Touch, wanna, touch my what? I, I, wanna, oh, I was going to use the phrase I wanted to touch upon, but now you just said that. I don't. Um, touch our, our, our text interaction when, I, when we, I brought this up to you. Yeah. So I texted out to her and I said, homework for the next episode, you know, blah, 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 you know, favorite geek pod moment of 2015. Corbs comes back with a very valid statement. What if everybody picks the same moment? Corbs, what did I respond to you? Wait a minute, I gotta figure out. I believe, and I, I'm probably gonna do it wrong, but I said, then you fuckers are lame. It was kind of my response. <laughs> He's double checking for posterity. Oh, in the silence. No, just then, then you guys are lame. That's all you you guys cross. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what I said. Homework, homework for the next episode. Your favorite Geek Five moment from 2015. I said, well, what do we all have the same story? Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened? No, no, but there's a there's going to be the time where, like, Jack says something and you and I go, oh, fuck. Well, that's why I wanted to pick the Kevin Smith one, because it was tough. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Jack is not capable of picking the same thing as the other three of us. All of uh, us. Don't, don't disagree with that. I won't want to. You're you're just wired too differently. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. I know. I won't do that to you guys. He he just won't do it. I mean, it's not a conscious thing. If I I overthink it, I'll be like, let me think about it. And then I can probably have some, but no, I don't want to do it. I just want to go to a left field with it. Baseball reference. Really? (laughs) I'm sure nobody else realized that. (laughs) What's baseball? <laughs> it's where you hit the. I, mean, I, I have an example, okay? I have an example. Of baseball? No, no, an example of how how that can never happen. So let's say, Paul, you come out and say, you know what? We should all go somewhere after we recorded the show. Anybody got any ideas? Not a single one of us is going to think treks. That's just not going to happen. I wasn't so, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just not possible. See, I love it when there's a callback to things that didn't happen. I yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Trex? <laughs> Is that dinosaurs? Don't lie, Jack. You know. <laughs> right. Again, he protests too much. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Corbs. Uh, what's your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment is going to be the trip to Five Woods. We went as a group. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it was, that's a good one. That was just it was just fun. It was something that obviously was put in the works by Five Woods. Yes. Um, we got a chance to go through and, and do three out of the. Four that they had. Yeah, that they have now. Yeah, At that, that time it was now, all three that they had, yes. Didn't that happen in 2014? No, that no, it was in no, the spring. It was, was it spring? Yeah, okay. was, I thought it was October. Was it like March? Yeah. March of last year? Of this year? Yeah. It was early last April year. because that's yeah. when I got my phone. I was going to say, when did you get your phone? Stole right, same day. Yo, Paul's like, if you find your phone, text me and let me know if you're going to come. Well, like, yeah. And then, of course, we put our phones in a locker. Yeah. Soccer Jack Texas. Well, he couldn't anyway because he didn't have his phone. But then I surprised... No, that's not true. He didn't have his phone he got there. At that point, he did, yeah. Then I jumped out and surprised you. And Paul's like, wow. No, you got punched out. Almost. You know, you could totally go back and grab all these bits where we talked about this and insert them in. It'd be like our clip show. Right. So, yeah, so I'm going to say that was my favorite moment. The fact that we got to go out and do something under the Geek Pod logo, as opposed to like a Comic-Con or something like that, which, you know, obviously we enjoy doing too, but... Just the fact that we're going to do something completely out of the ordinary for us as a group. That was kind of that's kind of cool, and I'm hoping we get to do more stuff like that. And, of course, it was also fun to, to hear about Jack and his phone. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's quite a bit going on that evening. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was kind of like an episode of a TV show. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst day of my life. <laughs> Almost was the last day of your life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My dad, he never swears, but he's like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I think we all said the same thing. <laughs> I already called you a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dr. Hugh, what's yours? Uh, my favorite uh, Geek Pod moment of last year was uh, getting a chance to sit down and talk with uh, both J.G. Hertzler and Michael Allen Fitzgerald uh, at... Um, PowerCon. PowerCon, sorry. It's, it's such his favorite moment, he didn't even know where he was. Well, no, no. It's, in my head, I always mix up the two big Syracuse cons. Um, Heroes sorry. Expo and PowerCon. Yeah, um, but that that was just fantastic. Um, both of those guys were great guests. Uh, both met a lot to say. Um, now that the the New Year's over, and uh, I don't know if if you know this, but um, Michael Fitzgerald uh, works at Spencer's, so he's lots of uh, he's a manager there, I believe, and lots of uh, retail based stuff uh, posted to his Facebook about just how ridiculous the holiday season is. It's pretty funny. Uh, now that that's over, I'm going to reach out to him and see about sitting down with us. Uh, I didn't want to bug him during the holiday just because, right. I mean, they were getting their asses handed to Oh, him. I'm sure. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to uh, kind of talking to him about, you know, some other uh, local horror uh, movie-related stuff and just things in general. And, of course, you know, J.G. Hersler was incredible. I don't know if I'll ever get a chance to sit down with him again, but uh, that man was amazing. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And uh, mine... And I don't know if it's because it's so fresh or not, but Force Awakens premiere. And uh, getting to just completely geek out afterwards on Mike with everybody. That was uh, probably the most fun, uh, sort of, because... Are you saying we're not fun? No, God, no. You're not fun. Aww. God <laughs> damn it! That hurts our feelings. We'll that sleep was my plan. Okay. Um, I'll eat some cereal. Dude... <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you really need to punch him so he stops I that. can't. It doesn't help. There are child abuse laws. <laughs> I know many high power people. <laughs> I work with a lot more of them. Oh, yes. I think we win. Exactly. We both do. <laughs> that would not be a good room to be in. <laughs> but yeah, that that was it. Just, uh, that was really cool to be a part of. I mean, how many people, short of the hundred or so that were in that theater, can say that they were in an exclusive showing, like private showing of the most popular movie working on all, all time at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if we had to watch it from the second row. <laughs> but <laughs> I felt like I was in the movie. You watching it like this? Yeah. 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 Kind of like this, actually. But still amazing, yeah. probably regardless. Fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait to go again tomorrow. I'm finally taking Madison, the old, the Overlords, to see it. I'm fulfilling the promise. I fulfilled my promise. Took my kid yesterday. I saw it twice. I, my dad never goes to the theater. He's like, I want to see the Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That's when he went to the theater. It was like maybe two thousand two, and he's like, I want to go see this movie with you, of you, my brother, and my buddy. And it was great. Seeing my dad watch the movie it was just like. Oh. So basically, what you're saying is you spent two and a half hours staring at your dad while he watched the movie. That's creepy, dude. I was eating popcorn. Oh, well, that doesn't help and, either. And oh, eating popcorn and staring at his dad even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That went there. Does that mean we still can't spoil the movie for you? Because you don't know what happened. <laughs> I still He's seen don't. it twice, but it's Jack. He's probably was like, 
We were talking about the good dinosaur, right? <laughs> that's one hey, of the so our, we, we still have a spoiler moratorium until the end of January, right? I think that's fair, don't you? Yeah, I just wasn't sure because some of the people we were worried about, um, like Laura, there I said your name, um, I have seen it now. Yes. And the people mm-hmm. we were concerned about spoiling it for. Not that we're not concerned about the people we don't know, but you guys don't talk to us, so... Right, Laura is the most vocal. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you guys were more worried about Jack and I not seeing it. Because nobody else, I mean... That's the reason why we couldn't spoil anything. Right, yeah. Two of us hadn't seen it. Well, oh, and now we've both seen it twice. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was at a New Year's Eve party with some friends, and I was at a party where some of us were getting ready to talk about Star Wars. And I was like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, you haven't seen it yet? Why? And like, where have you been? Kind of like what we were saying, you know, last time we recorded. Yeah. I wanted him to see it that night. I know. But I had to wait till my friends got him. But next one, no. I'm not going to wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we heard last time. Yeah. I, will, I will be there. That's what you said the last time. You were the one who was so forceful about all of us going together on opening night. Well, I was, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can pull that tape, too. He was forceful about going to see the force? Yeah. He was forceful about getting forced. Yeah. <laughs> so, ironically, Christmas, I'm at my sister, Christmas Eve at my sister's house, and I was explaining to my mom and my father, who I love to death, but he doesn't really do much with my side of the family. He's got a girlfriend, and they do a lot of stuff with their side of the family, but... He does uh, does stuff with us. So it was my sister's first Christmas in her new new place. My dad was there, so we were talking, and I had mentioned that you guys had gone to the premiere show and all that stuff. And he said, like, "Well, why did you call me? I would have come over and watched Bryce for the night." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, my mom pops up. She goes, "Yeah, you could have called me too." <laughs> not helping. So, so wait. So what you're saying is you had the chance to go see the movie, but you didn't actually try. No, yeah. I wasn't. No. I, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But if if you all if you got you guys know me, which I assume you do, I don't put my family in that situation. I'm not gonna have my mother at my house. She doesn't drive well at night. First of all, she was out. She just had major surgery, so she was just back to work. And she was back to work that Thursday, half days Thursday and Friday. So she, I assume she was overly tired. Stuff like that. So I wasn't gonna have my mom just there with my son on a Thursday night, having to go to work Friday morning after her first day back at work, after major surgery. I wasn't going to do that to my mom. I just, I don't put my family in that situation, ever. So, I just decided that it wasn't worth risking my family's life to go see a movie that I was going to see the Tuesday after. That's understandable. It is, mm-hmm. yes. And all the shit we give you, that's very kind of you. And, I, and, I, and you guys give me shit, and I love it, because it's funny, it's, it's great, but I... I, I <laughs> Because he likes the abuse. He says, that's, you like shit. that's a different story, Paul. That's a different story. I do like the abuse. <laughs> that's right. I do like podcast. Yeah. I'm pot and podcast in, in my personal life, but that's a different story, too. <laughs> yeah, I notice when he goes like this, he is really on point, very talkative. I mean, you're very engaged. It's when you're back here. That, that, I, fall, that I fall asleep? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the narcolactic corpse. I, I got to ask you a question. I, I know you guys talk comic books, and I, I, obviously I've got really no clue. If I if I actually am leaning back and have I fallen asleep to the point where I'm snoring? I don't think so. No. I know I've noticed a couple times like if I'm sitting back and you guys are talking stuff, I will start to doze off and I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> you know, we were just joking about it, but he's actually saying, I'm not sure if I didn't fall asleep. Did you guys tell me? I very, I very well could have. I'm he's basically saying. admitting to it. Yeah. Cuz yeah. you were saying that and I'm like when you start saying that I'm like some bitch that fall asleep when like, we're talking and start snoring. That's awesome. Because that, that would be great. That is the greatest thing. But I, I just I had to ask. I'm sorry. But that, the, the, the poem was hysterical, so. 
I think the only person we have confirmed that fell asleep on Mike was Lana. Yes. She fell asleep? She yeah, fell asleep. she, oh my god, I remember that. Wait, she one, tell them. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't here. But she, oh, oh. Big surprise. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't yes, going I, that route, but holy I shit. Had, I had family that problems them, but they're all resolved now, but we're good now. Dude, dude, mm -hmm. um, cheap vodka is not a family problem. No, it's not. <laughs> Get perspective. But it is pretty it good. Is family, it is, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. We talking about? Oh, we're talking about a fair moment. Well, fair moment. You were talking yeah. about the Star Wars premiere. That's yes. Right. And we just got really far off topic. Yeah. Again. yeah as usual. That's that's. Wouldn't how we be deep pie show if we're not way off our topic. How do we get back? I'm just really. I'm just really excited. I really like. Do they have any like idea? I know we don't want to talk about Star Wars, but like an idea for like Episode Eight, what they want to call it, or. Episode eight. Yeah, I know. I just really want. I'm getting excited for that. Well, one. I'm gonna hypothesize. If, if episode seven was the Force Awakens, mm -hmm. is episode eight gonna be the Force gets out of bed and brushes his teeth and eats some bowl of cereal? I don't know. That might be for episode nine. <laughs> it could be episode eight. Bags of money. Right? Yeah, true. We'll call it whatever the fuck we want. You're gonna come see it anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a good question, though. Um, mm -hmm. Just like with. Um, you know, Age of Ultron and the original Avengers. Um, do we think the follow-up can top this? Even not knowing how high it's going to go, or do we think that this was a perfect storm of uh, media saturation, excitement, uh, been so long since we'd seen something? I mean, it's going to be two years and another one or two movies, right, before right. Episode Eight comes out. Um, is it going to be that big of a deal? It's going to make a shit ton of money, I'm sure, but will we see this level of interest? That's hard, because like you're saying, I mean, we just went through a decade-long drought of no new Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And this one had a lot to bring to the table. I mean, this was their chance to fix what mm -hmm. had, quote-unquote, gone wrong with the prequels. So I mean, I mean, I see it making about the same amount of money. Oh, I think oh, it's going to yeah. make a shit ton of money, but it's I don't think it'll make it as fast. I, I see between the first two movies, Star Wars making back the money that they spent. And Lucas films. Oh yeah, without, without a doubt. And I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought I, I did hear, uh, or heard something that they're making another Indiana Jones. Yes, that was yes. announced this week. Um, mm -hmm. Officially, that Harrison Ford is going to. Well, they didn't. Be, be, he might be a part of it, but what happened was they didn't. In this statement, where the executive said they are working on a new Indiana Jones, he did not say Harrison Ford is going to be in it. However, um, previously Sp Steven Spielberg, this was I think in the past month, had said that they won't make another movie without Harrison Ford. Right. They're not rebooting, nice. they're not recasting. Now, he said nobody can do it but Harrison Ford. Uh, something something to that effect. So if you take those two things together, and one would assume that Steven Spielberg and this guy are on the same page, right. um, you would assume that they're saying, we're making another Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. They're running out of time with him, so... Yeah, he, he looked pretty damn old uh, in Force Awakens, uh, despite the fact that uh, he did an amazing job. He, I think he almost had more energy than some of the younger cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, really, I mean, he, he's gone from... And I was looking at this. I, I saw a, somebody posted on Facebook that time he appeared on, um, I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, where uh, Chewbacca came out, that whole thing where, you know, she was my wife. You remember that, that time? Do you remember that? Nope. There was a whole thing on Fallon for a while. Like, every time yeah. Harrison Ford would be on... They'd have Chewbacca come on, and they had like this adversarial thing. Like there was supposedly it was a big falling out. Oh, okay, okay. And eventually he was like, "She was my wife," you know, so insinuating mm -hmm. that Chewie had slept with uh, Han's wife. Um, anyway, 
uh, I was looking at those pictures. That was just a few years ago. And even while he was old, he still had a full face and things like that. Uh, looking at him now, he's starting to get that, you know, when people get really old, shit starts okay, to suck yeah. in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, look, like Almost looking like they pulled out their dentures and stuff, even though their teeth are in. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, I'm, I'm kind of concerned that he... He, they really are running out of time. As much as I'd like to see the guy live to be a hundred years old, um, you know, he's he's gone past that. How how men age really well, but then you get to that point, it's like running into a brick wall. Yeah, he's starting yeah. to look like the crib keeper. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Um, Harrison Ford. He did a movie in the early nineties called Regard and Henry. Did you ever see that I've one? Seen that. It's one of my favorite movies with Harrison Ford. And actually, after I saw it this last time, like I watched it once in a while. It's, he's a lawyer, and he gets shot in the head. And he has to relive how to do everything before he's a lawyer, he's a dick, he's denied to his family, but he has to recoup and all that stuff. The reason I'm mentioning this, it says written by J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams wrote this movie in 1991, he's actually in the movie, he's the delivery boy, but like you said, Harrison Ford, great actor, like you're right, he is looking older and older, but like, I hope that guy can live to be 100 years old, he's a great actor, he's awesome. I know it's random, but I like well, but it. More on topic than some things that come out. Exactly. Of I, I was still trying to pull the thread on where, like, how loosely it was connecting, other than the fact that we said Harrison Ford and J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Yeah. Well, okay. but I didn't know, though, J.J. Abrams directed this movie. I didn't one, know and, it until you just said it. And it's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite movies that Harrison Ford has ever done. Like, people always say, What's your favorite Harrison Ford movie? People say, like, the Indiana Jones. Do people say that all the time? I've never yeah, some people, that. you know. I guess it was in my group. You know, this makes me think, though, and I, this comes up every once in a while, I'll do a Google search. Has anyone seen a recent picture of Sean Connery? No. I'd really like to know what that guy looks like since he like withdrew from uh, public life. Last time I saw he had that big white beard. I mean, he's in his 80s. Yeah, and I mean, he stopped acting. He doesn't really leave his castle or whatever he has in Scotland. I'm just, one, just wondering, you know, how he's doing, you know? Right. I don't know. I haven't heard much of him since he basically advocated slapping around women. <laughs> but he's Sean Connery. Right. He's the man. <laughs> he's Bond. He's the, Bond. He's the real James Bond. Paul Wood, no, he's never seen one. I still don't I've seen that. commercials. Is that <laughs> no. no. Well, they, like, no, it's just an update. No, I still have not watched the James Bond movie. Not good. No. Mm. I've watched a lot of Star Wars lately, but not James Bond You're going to pull the Star Wars from card, but oh. yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, man, so I've been... I haven't had as much time as I'd like to, but I've been playing that Star Wars Battlefront. Has anyone else had a chance to play that yet? No. Good Lord. But, you know, people keep complaining about the single-player content. I mean, there is stuff there. I mean, I've done some online stuff, too, like Heroes versus Villains, which is all right. I hate playing as Boba Fett, though. Um, but, I mean, it's... it's That's the sound of Laura turning the episode off. Well, no, it's... It, but all, all the other characters have the ability to, when you hit one of the trigger buttons, it's kind of like aim you know you can still hit stuff like any like call of duty you know you can just free fire or you can aim um boba fett when you hit that trigger he fires a different weapon so he's he's very difficult to play with i guess he's very powerful but you have to be super precise without any assistance at all gotcha and uh it can be kind of chaotic so i just find him difficult to play with but anyway it's beside the point um I still think it's a fantastically crafted game. They've announced that they're just yesterday. It seemed they didn't announce it, but it was in their forums that uh, they're working on uh, bringing more single player stuff nice. to the game. More of the existing modes will be available in single player. But last night, um, I had a chance to, to play because I'm literally like trying to steal away time to play this game. Uh, and Lana and uh, no, no, Ella and Avery. Well, I forgot which kid was which for a second. <laughs> We're playing uh, in the living room uh, on the floor, and no one was paying attention to the TV. I look at my wife, and I'm like, do you think I could actually get some Battlefront in here right now? She's like, go for it. So 
um, I fired it up and I played a survival on a Solist, which is a, a lava planet. And so the goal of survival is you have to fight 15 waves of enemies. Um, every couple waves they throw in some AT-ATs or some TIE fighters or some of the bigger enemies. And uh, while I've done it on uh, Tatooine and I can get, I can survive pretty well. Uh, this one was tough, and I, I got down to. I had to go searching for lives because between waves, little hearts will pop up, and if you get killed, you could you have to have a number of lives, you know, to, to use to respawn. I had to go searching for them in the you know 20 seconds between waves, and it came down to my last life. I mean, I I lost my my last life. Well, so that I had to use my last life. So my second to last one, I was in a hangar, backed into the corner by the door with an ATST <laughs> about 10 feet in front of me and five soldiers and there's a TIE fighter up there and uh, it just blew me up and I'm like fuck there's no way I'm going to get through this and just by the skin of my teeth with like 18% of my health managed to blow the TIE fighter out of the, the sky and it, it's just it almost seemed like it was balanced for that to happen <laughs> that it was that intense that close uh I call that fun. I mean, people can say what they want about the game, but it's selling well, and I'm having experiences like that. I mean, that was an emotional experience. You know, not like, you know, you know my dad dying or something, but, I mean, in that moment on uh, Friday night, I was, you know, all up. I, I was stressed out. I was like, fuck, fuck, You know, I mean, you don't always get that. You don't right. get into an experience that much. Probably probably like what you get when you're watching a, a sports game. Yeah, probably similar to that. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, just... Throwing that out there, since it does not seem that we actually have material prepared past this point. <laughs> not a lot of stuff, no. No, I don't even have a recommendation, because I'm, I'm way behind on comics right now. Yeah, Is I did, didn't have the opportunity to do any reading this week. No. I did finally uh, fire up Infinity 3.0. Oh. Like, last night. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't even tell you about the new content, because I didn't make it past designing a house for the kids for... In toy box mode. Well, I can't even figure out if there is new content. Uh, all the kids ever want to do is play the community boxes, and all Avery ever wants to do is I want Elsa World. I want Elsa World. <laughs> um, so I mean, is there an actual game here? Because I can't find it on the. Yeah, there's. Uh, you've got to put them on those, the playsets on, and that. Oh, what if you don't have any playsets? Then all you have is the toy box. Okay, just making sure, because I thought there might be. Some Wait, when you bought the game, what did you get? Um, I didn't. I, I downloaded the game. Oh, so yeah, you need playsets. You need to, and uh, if, if some of the. Uh, I just would have figured that if you down paid for the <laughs> download, that you would have gotten whatever playset came with that automatically. I'm not Wouldn't sure that how it sense? works. I see what you're saying. I'm not sure how that works. Cause I'm I'm still old school. I still go by the physical. Well, comments. it was only because we already had the base and everything, and I, twenty bucks. Actually, right. no. I actually no. I got it on sale because they I got it for fourteen. For uh, 3.0? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would just go out and uh, grab one of the playsets. I mean, that you can't go wrong. They've got all the Star Wars ones from all three trilogies now. Yeah. So, I think the only thing you can't get yet is Boba Fett. But I, uh, I intended to do the Force Awakens set. Like I said, I, I didn't make it past the toy box, and I was like, oh, cool, you can build your own house. So I go inside, and I'm checking it out, and uh, I decided that the entire inside of the house should look like Rapunzel's tower, <laughs> which is a little odd since, you know, Poe Dameron was building it. <laughs> Actually, you know what's more odd is that you decided that. Well, this was at midnight 
while I'm sitting in the basement drinking a, a micro brew from Buffalo, <laughs> building Rapunzel's Tower with Poe Dameron. Wow, you got the crazy, you know, Friday nights around here. Yeah. yeah. I think you and Jack could probably trade My Little Ponies, the sounds of it. I think we have the full set already, so he's out of luck. Say what? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how we decided to build a house. I mean, his kids are probably already asleep, so it was actually yeah, his mind that It was your idea, yeah. Us. It wasn't his first kids, it was himself. I'm trying to find a way to involve them in this game, because I know they're not going to actually be able to play the game itself. Yeah. Because Madison tried before. I even let her use Nova, and she just spun him around in circles. <laughs> so... Well, they get better. I mean, Avery's pretty good at getting around and stuff now. Nice. Um, I'm terrible at it. I was running into things. I was having in the trouble. game? Yes. <laughs> oh, they talk about real life after last night. <laughs> no, I didn't have a stroke. I was a strong micro I think he meant he drank 12 micro <laughs> yeah. oh. Right. I don't know. We're back from Buffalo. <laughs> oh, Drinking and driving again? Always. No. Oh. That's, 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 that's jokes. Not, that's yes. not right. That's just jokes because I get pulled over enough. Sober, so you get pulled over twice in a week. Lovely. <laughs> well, I was going out trying to go Christmas shopping. Wow, what twice in a week. Yeah. Um, the first time I crossed over the white line, so he pulled me over. You know, thinking that I had been drinking and driving, and I didn't blame him for that. It was I was running my mouth. I was talking to my dad. My dad was with me. We we're just shooting down the road. I'm talking to him. went <laughs> over the line. And <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, that was it. He just he just checked, made sure everything was kosher, asked me if I'd been drinking, and I said yes, Diet Pepsi. <laughs> and he said, "Wow, well, let's not get crazy here." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he said, "Cut him off." Right. And he explained it to me, and he let me go. Good and fine. The next one was literally like three days later when I was out at one o'clock in the morning Christmas shopping, and uh, I left the Walmart in Cicero, heading for Clay, and there's like no one on the road. And a cop comes out behind me, and I'm assuming he figured I just came out of that bar that's like across the street from that Walmart. Yeah. And he's following me until I turn onto 31, where the speed jumps up, and I would have been able to like make some distance. Yeah. Then he finally hits me with the lights. He insisted that my, the light bulb on my license plate was out, and that's why he was pulling me over. He was also doing a sobriety check. He just he didn't. <laughs> he needed a reason. Yeah, he didn't mention it. Because apparently I didn't cross over the white line this time. <laughs> but again, he just, he, once he realized I was stone sober and trying to Christmas shop, he was like, just just, just go. Just get it fixed, go. Was so, your light actually out? Um, I have yet to check. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I'll check it out and see. If it is, you know, I'll get Wiggy to change it just because I'm that kind of guy. He hasn't had a reference on here in a while. Seriously. Hey, I, I reached out to him. I tried to get him back on the show, and he just ignored me. So, I don't know. Right. It's sad. It is. Tomorrow leaves and doesn't come back. Yes. Agreed. Happens a lot. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, when when Paul first said that uh, uh, he wanted us to uh, get our favorite moment of 2015, <laughs> my response was that one where all of us showed up. <laughs> yeah. It's only happened once. Yeah, twice now. In a row. Yeah. Two times in a row. That actually, I'm pretty sure it's happened more than once, but I don't think it's happened twice in a row. Not typically. There's yeah. usually always somebody has something going on. I think we boil it down. If, if if you look back completely 
I'm the only person whose voice appears on every goddamn episode of the show. So to anybody that's still listening from the beginning out there, I'm sorry. There will be a time when I won't be on here. I, I assure you, you'll get a break from me at, at some point. No, I guarantee that will never happen. No. And my ego won't allow it. Is that what you're saying? The only way that'll happen is if you're dead. Wow. Keep back from the dead. <laughs> and then it's still happening. <laughs> you guys will be set up at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a mic in your casket. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that's terrible. What's close to me? Do your voice. Wonderful clips. Right. <laughs> Find the most inappropriate things. <laughs> Come blaring out of the casket. <laughs> there we go. There's our episode title from the dead. Yeah, we'll be sitting there. You'll hear Paul go, let me play with your knobs. <laughs> See, that wouldn't be that unusual. No. no. Oh. So, yes, now that it's post-Christmas, we uh, have yet to discuss everyone's Christmases on Mike, right? Yeah, I don't believe so. No. Nope, nope. Favorite gift that you received this year? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Uh, external hard drive. My brother got me one for my laptop, and that's a pretty badass gift. Speaking of externals, do you still have yours? The one from school? There you go. No, that one died. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, typical. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you save something on there that you needed access? No, 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 no. Because, <laughs> ironically, we were talking about it. My mom's got like nine bajillion thousand pictures on her phone and she's like I need to get these off my phone I'm like well bring it over to the house we'll download them to the computer and I'll put mm-hmm. them on my external I was just wondering if you had yours because I still have mine it's no mine died maybe it's because you use it too much probably I, I use <laughs> mine like once that's about it well I repurposed it fresh out of college well yeah I, I was using that for uh yep work I remember, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember you telling me that. I just. I. I'm sorry. You said a channel drive, and no, I was. That was the one that. with the green lantern, lantern sticker on. Yes. Right? I remember that. What does mine have on it? Suns. There you go. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right. You you made that for me. Yes. I, you, Paul. What was your favorite gift? My favorite gift. Um. I'm gonna have to say it was uh, my audio books. I got. I got two uh, two audio books for Christmas. Uh, CD books on CD. Um, one, Star Wars Aftermath, the one that, that bridges the gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, it's going to be a trilogy of books. It's the first part of it. I am currently three discs into the 12 discs of it. I've been listening to it on my commutes back and forth to work. So it's probably going to take me a long time to finish this. <laughs> and the second one is Star Wars A New Dawn, which is a prequel to the Star Wars Rebels cartoon. It's, it's the novel of I, I haven't started this one yet. When the main Jedi character first meets the group of rebels and gets indoctrinated with them, mm-hmm. so I thought those were pretty cool. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, my new my new grill tongs I got were pretty cool <laughs> because they are regular metal tongs, but everything they come in, Darth Vader's lightsaber. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's the hilt, and then the 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 protective cover is the lightsaber blade. Very nice. nice. And, pretty cool. and it makes sounds. Yeah. It sounds like a lightsaber. Well, you totally have to show that to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. Off mic, because I'm not just going to run out there. <laughs> that could be an entire episode. Show us your lightsaber. Well, my... Uh, I got a PlayStation 4, man. Right. I mean, it doesn't get much uh, better than that. But actually, I was surprised because... Um, I don't know that you know, my wife is always paying attention to everything, and even little things I say, uh, like I, that painting that I got for my birthday that I had no idea she even 
remember. I couldn't remember the artist of it, you know? Nice. Uh, she got me the Arrow figure. Awesome. That I, I, so now I have um, Batman from the animated series, mm-hmm. I have the Scarlet Spider, and I have Arrow on my, on my work desk. And it, it, very odd mix. I mean, there, there's a Legends of Tomorrow for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, very cool. I was very excited to get that. Um, trying to think of what else. If there was anything else big. I mean, those are really the big things. Um, and, and, of course, the, the PlayStation gets a, a lot of use. I mean, mostly it's Avery and the kids playing Disney Infinity 3.0. Uh, we did, however, have some uh, have a little Mortal Kombat tournament. Nice. Because um, I, I knew I was getting the PS4, and you hear usually on like Christmas Day, the uh, like PlayStation Network and Xbox Box Live go down, they get hacked. There's mm-hmm. too many people, whatever. And you know, uh, Battlefront was a huge game to begin with, and people were saying, "Oh, it took me 12 hours to download." So, just in case, I went and I'm not supposed to do this, but I ordered myself um, two games. I bought Mortal Kombat X and Evolve. Um, I, they were used. They didn't cost very much, but I wanted to have an actual disc-based game because the Battlefront bundle came with a downloadable Battlefront, and then four other old Star Wars games that are also all downloadable, like a Bounty Hunter, um, Starfighter, yeah. uh, Super Star Wars from the uh, nice. Super Nintendo, yes. and one other one. But I was like, you know what? If this goes down completely, I'd like to have a disc to be able to put in here and play on Christmas Day. Uh, so I, I got those, and I, I didn't end up having to uh, open them. And then uh, Monday. My wife's best friend came in from Rochester, and they went to see a movie. When they got back, she decided, well, it's snowing. I'm going to stay the night here, uh, which was fine, but we didn't know what to do. And they started talking about old video games, and I was like, oh, you know what? You know, They both been played, played Mortal Kombat when they were younger because, you know, girls did that back then. And uh, I pulled out the game, and we all played. And then last night, me and the kids and my wife had a little, not really a tournament. I mean, we didn't... I might win, but I still pass the controller to someone else. We all played Mortal Kombat X and had a blast. Nice. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I still want to try the Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. I you know, I hear that. it's it's good, and it laid the seeds for what Mortal Kombat is now, but they had to tone it down because DC wouldn't allow you to uh, rip Batman's head off or anything. There weren't really fatalities, per se. That's too bad. as brutal as normal. That's too bad. Yeah. Or yeah Justice. Have you... Yeah, I, I have Justice. I haven't played that either. Really, really good. Really good. Um, hey, something I noticed, if anybody's wondering whether Mortal Kombat X is a good game to pick up, after they stopped playing, I just started story mode last night, played for like 20 minutes. Uh, it was interesting because it's like a big um, CG movie where occasionally there's a quick time game, you know, where you have to press buttons, but then like fights will happen organically and then you're in the fight and you have to fight the bad guy. And then when it ends, it's it's seamless. It's right into the next scene. It's all part of the next scene of the story. I only played for about twenty minutes, but I was kind of impressed by the way they set that up. Yeah. You know, because story mode in those games is usually two paragraphs of text, and then you fight twelve battles, and then you won. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So this is definitely a different way to do it. Um, well, yeah. I mean, so far the game is pretty great. If you like that kind of thing, there's there's man, there's one awful awful movie. Have you seen the X rays? Do you know what an X ray uh, move is? Where it goes literally to that's what so it's the X-ray you see bones break and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Cassie Cage has one move where she goes down and if it's a male character, she punches him right in the groin. X-ray and you see two ball, balls and she goes and they oh. explode. Oh. They explode. It's it's awful. Of course, I was playing with three girls, so they all laughed their asses off. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, no. that's wow. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you say Cassie Cage? Cassie so Cage. Johnny Cage. Has Johnny's Johnny, daughter. Johnny and Sonya Blade's daughter. Wait. Whoa, this is... What? Oh, oh. Apparently okay. in the game story, uh, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade got together after whatever 
one of the games, got married, had a kid, eventually got divorced. They can't stand each other now because they're both in the, the game currently. Mm-hmm. But their daughter is now uh, like 18 years old, and she's following in their footsteps. She's one of the fighters. Interesting. How many fighters are in the game? I don't know. Uh, all I know is I paid five bucks to unlock uh, Jason Voorhees right from the get-go. Oh, well, what was you? He shows up. Now you're making more to get the game. There's a machete stuck in a girl's head, and he's dragging the corpse along like he just killed someone at Camp Crystal Lake. And as he walks onto the stage, and he pulls it out and leaves the body there. That's his entrance? That's his entrance. That's so cool. That's awesome. It is cool. <laughs> it's really he, he's awesome. Uh, I haven't played the Predator or any of the other ones yet. Nice. But um, next year they're uh, doing a Leatherface. Really? Is going to be in it, yeah. Um, and uh, the Alien, the Xenomorph from Alien. Wow. Um, so you can have Aliens versus Predator and Predator and Leatherface versus Jason. That's awesome. No, it's Freddy Krueger on a tour. Was he, he was a system? The, he was in the last one. Oh. And, I, I, and it wasn't traditional Freddy Krueger. It was um, reboot Freddy Krueger. Uh, oh, um, okay. Yeah, I really, I'm really hoping that they surprise us because to actually give us, you know, regular Freddy versus Jason oh, would, yeah. would would pro- pop this up from, hey, it's just a cool Mortal Kombat game to maybe favorite game of all time. Right. <laughs> That's great. That's How about awesome. you, Corbs? Um, well, my gift, uh, Christmas best gift I got was uh, I got Madden for the PlayStation 3, and I've been playing that. I made my son, which I always do. Any sports game I got, I always make my son put him on. Well, in baseball, he gets drafted, but in Madden, you can put him on any team. So I put him on the Raiders. Nice. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to put him on the Colts because he wouldn't have played behind Luck. And I was going to put him on the Dolphins, which is his favorite team, which is also my ex's favorite team. I wouldn't didn't feel like doing that. Mm. So I was like, oh, I was just kind of flipping through. I'm like, I made him a quarterback, which is kind of irritating because I do like David. David Carr? Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yes. Right. Can't keep them apart. They're <laughs> brothers or whatever. So I made him put him on the Raiders, and uh, I've been playing that. And uh, I lost my first game last night. I, before I was 14-0, and I lost to the Chargers. Damn them. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it's it's cool. Like I said, you make you, you make the, the character, you give him a throwing motion. Now it's a different, they, they give you a, you can, you got like, I don't know, 15 or 20 actual throwing motions. You have to pick one. You make the character the way you want, and you can give them tattoos, you can make them however you like, so I went through and did that, so. But the, the other gift that I got was to see my aunt. She came in from Virginia. She was here for just about a week, maybe a little longer. Got to see her a couple times on Christmas Eve with uh, with my with my family. I don't know, did they send me the picture? We went to my sister's house, we were playing uh, games at my sister's. Let me see. What pictures are we looking up? Yeah, there what is it we're looking f- What the what? fuck is that? I'll pass the picture on you guys and take a look at it. We played a game that my at my sister's that she had gotten from a group of fr- a group of friends. And what it is is you get a pair of pantyhose. Wait, what? And you get eight balloons. <laughs> you gotta blow the balloons up and stuff the balloons in the pantyhose and make antlers. Okay. Okay, those are supposed to be antlers. Do you think they were supposed to be? I wasn't sure. I was th- going. Just let them explain. <laughs> wow, I, I thought they were yeah. uh, products for the Adult Entertainment Expo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we had to make you had to stuff the balloons in the pantyhose and put the pantyhose on your head to make antlers, mm-hmm. and you had to sing Jingle Bells to win. So 
Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we, that's what we that was our uh, Christmas Eve. That's what we did. So, I got, but I got a chance to see my aunt and enjoy, I enjoy spending time with her. She's the one that we go to down in the summertime. We go down to her to her house. Yeah, to the lake. Where it's <laughs> Which, by the way, if you say that again, I'm gonna hit you with the microphone. So no. what? Lake. On the lake. Yes, yeah, so we're going to lake again this year. Well, why wouldn't you? It's not like you have a fantastic time on the lake. We do on the lake. Yep. We got a we got a we got a better uh, we got a better condo this year on the lake. It was even better. Is this on the lake? <coughs> we're gonna we're not on the we're not on the point, but we're like three condos down. Wait, you that. can't throw in the point now. I mean, we're, we're on the lake. On you can't be on the point. Well, no, no, no. I, we're not going to be on point. We're going to be just of off the point. Of course not. But we're going to still be on the lake. And then we'll get to talk about while you're on the lake. We can talk about you being on the lake. There you go. We'll be on point while you're on the lake. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna rent a boat so we can travel on the lake. <laughs> Will the boat have a point? On the lake? No, no, it's a pontoon boat. I'll have a ladder. Will you be going to a point? Yes. Will you get to a point where you're at the point on the lake? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> No, but yeah, so it's just it was, it's always nice to see her. She comes up because my grandma, my grandma is obviously lives here, and she's older and stuff like that. So her coming up for Christmas is just mainly her coming up to spend time with her mother, which is my aunt's mother and my father's mother. So, uh, but she's rather older. She's she's getting older. She's getting more um, forgetful. So it's, we're feeling that this could be the last Christmas that she remembers. So it was kind of more of a Everybody got together, type of thing. My father was there, stuff like that. So it was just a nice time. It was great. I don't think I laughed so much in my life doing that that game. I think I nearly pissed myself like four times. I mean, it was just because uh, I would have gone to the bathroom after the first. <laughs> you, no, you couldn't because because it, it's a it's a game. It's there was four teams, so you couldn't you couldn't like get up like people couldn't get up and walk away because you'd lose. And it was <laughs> you know we were there. My sister had gifts and all that stuff to give out. She had like gift cards and shit like that. So, but it was just, you know, all around good time, so. That was my Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. You know, you reminded me, um, when you pulled out your phone, I had a picture to show you guys today. Did I ever tell you about Arthur, the new member of the family? Cat or dog? Neither. Snake. So, not this past Halloween, but the Halloween before, the day after Halloween, I went to uh, the Halloween store, uh, Spirits. And picked up a whole bunch of stuff on, uh, you know, fifty percent off or whatever, including a, a life-size plastic skeleton, which we tended to use for the following year. So this past year, we had the skeleton on our porch, you know, just sitting in a chair with shackles on his arms and stuff. And then now during that time, Avery had decided that the skeleton's name was Arthur, and slowly Arthur found his way into our hearts. So when I packed away the uh, Halloween decorations. I put a turkey hat on Arthur and left him out. <laughs> and then after Thanksgiving, I threw a Santa Claus hat on Arthur and I left him out. And then yesterday, we took down the decorations and I went and grabbed some stuff to dress Arthur up. Arthur. <laughs> For the rest of the winter. Yes. Until nice. the next holiday, I can find something. And, of course, I'm sure that the people on our street are like, fuck, especially the, uh, the Christian people who live right across the street. always put up the signs on their front yard that say, like, your sin will find you out. Yeah, I'm sure they, they can't stand us. Um, and they're probably wondering, why does he have a skeleton on his porch year-round? Arthur's now a member, member of the family, and Arthur stays on the porch year-round. Nice. I don't think he's actually going to use that shovel. Is there a reason Arthur's not allowed in the house? Why he has to stay on the front porch? Because then the joke would be lost. 
<laughs> I agree. I agree. Then it would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the it last draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keeping him in the house dressed up would be creepy. Keeping him outside is kind of funny. I, I mean, mean how, I like how would you feel if you came over to my house and there was a dressed skeleton sitting on my couch, as opposed to sitting on my? I would know. Is it your with house? A, yeah, with it being me, I would find nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I would probably sit down next to Arthur. Yes. you would probably sit down to carry a conversation with him. <laughs> <laughs> We might invite him on the mic. He might be less creepy than I mean, Andrew. I'm going to send this picture to you if you want to put it up. Since uh, Some people might find some humor in that. Yes. You know, you could post that directly to Facebook right from oh, there. I could do that, yes. couldn't I? I Which I think is what we ought to do from now on, because it gets lost in translation. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll just post it to Facebook. Um, what else have we got? We, we've established we do not have any recommendations. Yeah, we really don't have a roadmap for this episode. And there are no sports. So, so there, what's the next holiday you're Super Bowl looking for? Probably, well, you know, the th I was thinking Valentine's Day. I was looking for a Valentine's Day hat or something. But I can actually. This is Central New York. I can get away with that outfit till like the beginning of June. True. Right. True. Yeah. But see, I was I was more thinking if you didn't get something for Valentine's, you could do uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, without a doubt, I have St. Patrick's Day, Easter, 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 yeah. But St. Patrick's Day, you get like you know St. Patrick's Day hat with the the chain. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So I mean, you, I see where you're going with that. You, yeah. Yeah, each holiday, that, yeah. that's the plan. Um, Fourth of July, going to get him an Uncle Sam hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I was just, I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, what's the next holiday you could do with that? It, you know, I was thinking Valentine's Day, but what do you do? What, what do you get him? I mean, there's not really much. Like a, you know, a box yeah. of chocolates. Yeah, yeah. Hold the box of chocolates. He had his arm around a pumpkin all throughout uh, Thanksgiving. So perfect. There you go. That's great. <laughs> Should Arthur become the new Geek Pod mascot as well? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anything left for for the show that you guys want to get out before I go into the WTF file? Um, nope. You guys? I can't think of anything right now. The cat keeps uh, running into the Yeah. Me. You're sitting in her spot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sitting in her spot. Does the cat sit at the table with you guys for dinner time? Not me. I usually try to try to Nobody boot her Nobody sits away. with Paul for dinner time. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a very lonely uh, experience for Nobody me. Nobody puts Paul in the corner. No, that happens a lot. <laughs> now I lost the picture. Sounds personal. It is. So, if no one has anything left to add, so I'm going to uh, tell you guys about. Something that happened at Wegmans. Oh boy. Before the holidays. Um, before Thanksgiving even. I've been holding on to this one for a little while. It's not like the last year at Christmas time where you went from... <laughs> the lady? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Where, with the parking spot? Oh, oh that yeah. was good. That was a good one. Oh, you know, you should have asked everybody before you get into that. Did anyone make any resolutions on oh. New Year's Eve? Good point. Anyone? Jack? Nope. Okay. Did anybody do anything for New Year's? Just went to a party and drank. <laughs> I watched Mission Impossible 17,000, 17, Rogue Nation. Okay. <laughs> I was next door at the neighbor's house, and I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That sounds like awesome. <laughs> With my wife and children. They were there, too. Yes. We were invited over there. Yeah. Next. Oh, I, I, I take it back. I did make a resolution. I'm planning on losing weight. This year, a buddy of mine and I are gonna start working out together. He needs to lose some weight, so he's looking for somebody to work out. He's got a gym membership that has a bring a guest. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start doing that. Good for you. 
So I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to lose about forty pounds. So one one at a time now. That's the goal. That's right. I want to lose about a hundred pounds all at once. Just poof, done. <laughs> Take a really big crap. I'm really big. <laughs> Sorry, not funny. No, it was supposed to be funny. Okay. I was saying Well, you tried? Uh, tried taking a big crap? Yeah. Have you ever taken a crap so, so big that your pants fit better? Yes. Of course. <laughs> just asking. I thought about that when Dane Cook said that. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it was... was I it thought it was on his CD I had. Shit on the coats. The, the, yeah. That one, yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, it's Larry the Cable Guy that said that. I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. All right. Anyway, so it was a comedian. We know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody who tells jokes. Yes. I did not make a resolution... Um, other than the fact that I resolved to try and stay out of other people's problems. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a total off-mic thing. But <laughs> Well, good luck with that, Paul. Yeah. God, I try so hard. Um, Jack, hmm? did you re- resolve to do anything while you were at your drunken little holiday party? <laughs> yeah, um, no. The ball dropped and it just kept nothing. <laughs> Oh. And then we and then we watched the New York guitar or the the Times Square ball drop, right? Yes, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's what he meant to say. Yeah, uh, ball friend dropping was he resolved to not take balls on the chin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're not. Not that there's anything wrong with that. If that's what you're into, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we just come to decide that he is our token gay guy. <laughs> Poor Jack. I don't know why he keeps coming back. So anyway, um, I was in the Wegmans in Clay, Route 31, and I was by myself, and I'd I'd circled the store a couple of times, I was doing whatever shopping, I don't know why, I ended up in the, the... book section where they have the, all the different magazines general merchandise yeah and they have the little toy section on the side i was mm-hmm. over at the toys looking for something for the girls for some reason because i do that every time i'm there and someone walks past me with a mission they're hustling big guy a big guy he's our size did he crop dust you okay let's try this again since, you know, we just randomly get people dropping off computers to be worked on. Well, you know, we're in the middle of recording. It's not like there's a sign on the door, Paul. There should be. Can we put a sign on the door? It's your house. I know. Seriously, you can, you know, break a sign up and hang on the door and say, please don't ring the doorbell recording. Right. Just come back later. (laughs) Mics are hot. Fuck off. Something like that. You still mics? (laughs) That would still happen, yeah. So... The book section, toy section, large gentleman, our size, hustles past me. Not Jack's size. No, our size, as in pointing at the rest of the table. <laughs> the larger side of the table? Yes. Hustles past me, he's got a large book in his hand. Big book. Everybody poops. You're not far <laughs> from the truth. Um, Did he crap dust you? No. No, it's, it's weirder than that. Like, to the point that... I'll tell it chronologically. So he goes by me, and he's got this big book in his hand. Gets that, and you can tell by the picture because I took a picture. I will circulate the picture while I'm telling the story. Don't comment on the picture yet. Just you can see that's it's taken from the front of my cart to where I was in relation to where he was. Now, did you take the picture on the sly, or did you just? Yeah, so I was on the sly. 
I was, like, I was wondering oh. if you just, I was just wondering if you ran me just like stood right at him. Okay. <laughs> so, as we can see, it's a, it's a pretty good, big guy, right? D clearly an adult. Yeah. Clearly. Because he, he also passed me with a sigh. <sighs> with this giant tome of a book in his hand and proceeds to park his ass on the floor by the books and cracks the book open and starts reading. <laughs> okay, that's pretty weird already, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I mean... And now I'll pull the picture in close so you can see he is engrossed in this book. Yeah. Yeah, like he's he's outright reading this book on the floor in Wegmans. I, I passed him because I'm just curious as to what book he's reading. Elvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. I, I swear on the overlords. This man... Was sitting on the floor in Wegmans reading a hardbound, hardcover, like encyclopedia-sized Alvin and the Chipmunks storybook. Wow. Hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> you you should have just said, I'm going to ruin this for you. Everyone forgives Alvin in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bewildered by this that by the time I took the picture was my third trip around and back to that aisle because I couldn't believe I saw what I saw. <laughs> and that's when the phone came out and said, this is the perfect WTF file. Now, my only concern is, and if this is the case, I do apologize for making fun of the man. Possible mental challenge? Yes. Possible. Possible. Or possible listener. Or both. There's a good chance that if he's a listener of ours, he probably is mentally challenged anyway. Yeah. But, and yes, I just insulted the rest of the audience. That's that's what I did. So, you know, Happy New Year, everybody. But, like I said, I, I circled the store and came back three times, and he was still there by himself. Now, generally... On the same page? I, I wasn't checking the book. You know. Excuse so, well, yeah. me, could you yeah. tell me how far you've gotten Yeah, that? did you get to the part where Elvin does something and gets yelled at? Yeah. <laughs> How much longer are you going to be? I got that one. Yeah, next. that's. That, yeah, I got next on this. Come on. Or like you know, I want the one behind you. Can you just shift over? But. Uh. Well, okay. You got to understand though. You're taking this from the perspective that you saw it. You, we know yes. you're not picking on it for being mentally challenged. Not just at all. Taking without any other information from what you saw, this definitely falls into a WTF file. Yes. I would have the same reaction. And even if we do find out he was mentally challenged, it still falls into it because. Where is the person who should be watching him then? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there, it's their fault, not mine, for making fun of him and taking pictures of him unsolicited. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And generally kind of making him a victim. So there, it's his fault, not mine. Sure, blame the victim. <laughs> yeah. I bet you got a free Bill Cosby bumper sticker down Oh, oh. No, you want that. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. I can't even put in my own code. Look at that. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's that's. I think that is the perfect end of the show right there. The female Cosby bumper sticker. Yeah, I'm a member of the club. There we go. Um. <laughs> I mean, 
What are you doing? Are you still looking I, at that picture? Well, okay, we just need to keep keep talking. We have to fill the. I'm just uh, now I'm wondering yeah. with, with that picture, and he went back. Obviously, he said my back numerous times. I'm wondering if, he, like, if he went back the next day, if he would. Right. <laughs> would be in the same spot. If I go back now, is he still there? <laughs> or, or go find so. the book, see if there's a bookmark in it, or if there's right. a dog-eared page. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I mean, if you go back, is he, you know, if you come back every day and read a little bit more? And... Right. I don't because that was a large book. I right. mean, we're talking. What can you talk about? For I that just long? can't imagine. I mean. How do you get away with that without somebody from the store like coming up and saying, um, you really can't do that? Right, yeah, you need to go. It's yeah. not like it was innocuous. I mean, that was like half an aisle. He sprawled halfway through the aisle, yes. There is a cafe where you can just go sit down and read that book. <laughs> but no, you want to be in the aisle. Oh, I know. That never occurred to me. You totally could do that, couldn't you? You can. Yeah. Grab anything and just walk to the cafe and read it. Yep. Right, and then just put it back and then yep. come back the next Wow, hour. no wonder magazine sales are tanking. Right. Mm. Agreed. Right, I'm going to Wegmans. I gotta read a book. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go see a man about Alvin and Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> Big Kyle, aisle two. Yeah. <laughs> on the floor. No, my question. He, he, you said he blew past you, but did he had the book in his hand? Yes. So it was maybe something he brought in. I don't know. Cause I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing uh, Wegmans having a giant ass book about Alvin and the Chipmunks. Maybe around the holidays. Maybe that was the only place he could sneak away from home and read the book. You're taking us in very odd directions. You? Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to wrap it up so you can sneeze? <laughs> no, not at all. It looks like you're looking for something, Paul. No, I'm. I'm all set. You're all set. Then why are you touching that? Set. It's mine. I can touch it whenever I want. Thank you. <laughs> Take your wife says. <laughs> she encourages me to touch it, trust me. Myself. <laughs> she doesn't want to be involved. Exactly. Just go take care of that. Go. Stop poking me with that. Go. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Time to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we're done. <laughs> I really think we've run out of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so the only I, only person still listening right now is uh, Laura and maybe Sal. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we slowly we slowly lose people listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we start making fun of things. People say, yeah, we're done. Don't let you yeah. left our lore and sell. Thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> we appreciate that. Listeners. Both of you, yes. <laughs> Laura asked me, uh, or said that you told her to ask me where her t-shirt was. Yeah, because she was bugging me about a Geek Pod t-shirt again. I wanted to know where hers was, and I told her to ask you. Oh, that, that's that's awful nice of you, so I should <laughs> buy her a t-shirt? No. She can buy her own. That's what the people are supposed to do, is buy their own shirts. <laughs> we don't buy them and give them out. They have to request and pay for the t-shirts. Now let's, let's hope that doesn't open up any floodgates of people wanting merchandise. <laughs> 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 I gotta get a picture of the whole family in their Geekpot shirts now. The only problem is, if we do that, the only people left over to take the picture are the dogs, and they can't figure out how to work the camera. Or Arthur. <laughs> no, plastic skeleton. He's <laughs> even less capable to run the camera than the dogs. <laughs> Does he have a Geek Pride t-shirt? Put, no, put, oh. put him in the picture. But I do have... There you go. The one I ordered for Ella. She got it done in pink, and the first one I got, the, the logo came out brown. So I wrote them back. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can understand a little bit of bleed through, but first of all, it's a solid green, and every other color shirt I got, it looks vibrant and green. There's no issues. They go, oh, we're so very sorry. We're going to print you another shirt, blah, 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 blah. They send me another shirt. Exactly the same. <clears throat> so 
So I don't even know if I should say anything. Or you're right, I could stick that on Arthur. Oh, that would make such a great family picture. All of us and Arthur. You still need someone to take the <laughs> Have picture. Have the neighbors across yeah. the street take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the Christians across the street exactly. to take the picture. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you know, hmm. the funny thing about the the neighbors is uh, the the guy. He uh, is actually a manager of Verizon Wireless Store for corporate, uh, and I. You know, found that because I met him. He said, like, oh, I work for Verizon. Then when I was still working for Verizon, my um, regional manager's like, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. You know, I, he's a, he's the assistant manager of one of the stores I work at, whatever. All my interactions with him have been great. And, you know, I think I said hi to his wife when she seems fine. They, they seem like completely normal, well-adjusted people. But the little sign out front of their house all the time, you know, sinner, you repent. Your sins will find you out. I mean, my wife and I are like, we don't know who they're talking to. They're really close with the people next door to them. Like their kids are always playing in the yard. On this side, there's our, our one neighbor who, do. I don't know if she's Christian, but she's an old lady. And, you know, she doesn't do anything. On the other side, another old lady that I know is very Christian because when um, her part of her fence started blowing down, this was before we got snow, it was probably in November, I went over, knocked on her door, said, hey, listen, I wanted to let you know I was going to fix your fence because her son usually does that stuff, but uh, he lives in New York City. I'm like, listen, yeah, I, wanted to, I was going to put some boards up and put your fence together because, you know, it would blow down before your son came on the weekend, and I wanted to make sure that didn't happen, and I just didn't want you to look outside, see a strange guy hammering boards into your fence and call the cop. <laughs> she immediately invited me into her house and started talking about God and the bacon she was cooking on the stove, which was fine, but, you know, okay. I, I didn't bake it. Way out. So, my wife and I are just like, we feel like it's directed at us, but, <laughs> I mean, just because, you know, we're atheists, I don't, we don't do anything, we don't have wild parties, in fact, we're the most boring people on the street, probably. You know, and so we just can't figure that out. I mean, is it directed at somebody, or do they just in general want to put signs on their yard that, you know, depress people or make people <laughs> wonder or, or whatever? I just don't get it. No, it's not like you're out there broadcasting your atheists. No, though, right? they so, yeah. have no idea. I, I so we we cannot figure it out. But you know, they change up the sign every once in a while. I don't know if maybe it's his wife, Steele, or, or whatever. I just have no idea. Well, until it finally says, hey, you, across the street, and then it has the message, I wouldn't worry so much about it. Like, well, can you understand, though, yeah. why you it's just... Like, yeah. It's directed at the devil. If you're the I, devil, then it's directed at you. If you're not, don't worry about it. just makes you wonder. Well, they also don't really have anything to do with us. They have stuff to do with other people on the street, but nothing to do with us. Do you do stuff with other people on the street? No. So is there anything with anybody on the street? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's you guys. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, well, the, the old lady Just next door, I, I snow blow her driveway and mow her lawn. I mean, she's sort of a friend, but I mean, other than when we're doing that, I mean, we get her paper when she's out of town, but that's about it. Uh, we're not involved with anybody else, though, and we kind of, you said that, you know, we're like, I don't understand why we moved into this neighborhood. I mean, it's not like we're strangers. Damara grew up in that house, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, it's she's been on the street in that house longer than any of the neighbors, except for the old lady next door. Um, it's just very strange. We're not sure if they just don't like fat people, or maybe they don't approve of our racially mixed marriage, or what. But mm. then they're going to hell. So or maybe it's not directed at us. But it is very weird, to say the least. Oh, without a doubt, I agree. Mm -hmm. Very, very weird. I could go for bacon, though. That's his entire <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> you said that, God. That, you know what? I would love to introduce you to her. She's a nice lady. Set aside about seventeen hours of your time. Oh. But that, that whole story and all she got from it was bacon. That's that's Jack. Yeah. Bacon does sound good though right now. <laughs> On that note, I guess. Yeah. I got nothing after that. 
All right, so I think that's going to wrap up another episode of Geek Pod. Thank you for listening. And remember, if brute force doesn't solve your problems, then you're not using enough. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.